Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. Welcome to another edition of Corbin versus the world. I am your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow on this, our last weekend of August, and by extension, the last show of the summer. We made it through the summer of 2019, cruel summer though it may be. I think that overall it was a pretty good summer, even if we can all agree it got a little shitty at the end. August was kind of a big shit sandwich between the shootings and the fires and the dead pedophiles. It just wasn't great for most people, but I think that we can bounce back going into the fall. And also, since we are going into the fall, I also want to remind all of you listeners that we are just a few weeks away from a harvest moon and so if you have been putting off your ritual blood sacrifices to the nature gods for your crops and your livestock please 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 make sure that you fit that into your schedule so somewhere between your yoga class and the gym and your pilates and leg day and karaoke and all that shit put on the rope go outside at midnight i think you have one more full moon before the harvest moon and i think i read in gq somewhere that that's the best time to do it to really maximize your output it was some Silicon Valley ploy, but you know, that is the time to do it. You know, strike while the iron is hot. Obviously it would appear from looking at the weather forecasts that not enough people in Florida did that. And that is serving as my segue into hurricane season. My friends, it is once again, time, everybody's favorite part of the year when the big, swirling, scary ocean storms threaten America's wang and the media gets super scared about it. And once again, as uh, is tradition with me talking about hurricanes, let me offer the disclaimer that I might be talking a bunch of shit and Hurricane Dorian or whatever waspy name it has actually does murder the shit out of Florida, Uh, in which case I apologize in advance for being flippant about this, but... You know, I'm I'm flipping about 99.9% of things that are not fantasy football related, which I'll talk about later. I will talk about that later, I promise. That's also a warning for those of you who are sports averse. But uh, I am not particularly worried about Hurricane Dorian because I know as I speak, as you listen to this right now, headed to Florida in a supersonic jet is highly advanced space age funded by elon musk nuclear tipped weaponized thoughts and prayers that have been compressed in a factory with nuclear fission technology and these are thoughts and prayers that no one has ever seen in the field before these are practical thoughts and prayers because what will happen is that you roll it out right before the hurricane approaches and then in a cold burst of electricity a giant hundred foot tall hologram of an adorable little girl who symbolizes everyone's compassion and empathy and she's got giant anime eyes and she kind of looks like Krieger's girlfriend from Archer and she says with this like big booming crying voice it says please Mr. Hurricane don't destroy this town that we've worked so hard to build over the years and then the hurricane starts crying and it says oh my god I would never dream of destroying this town giant little girl and then it turns promptly around and murders puerto rico and the song is complete thank you thank you thank you i am so glad that you agree canned sound cue audience i knew that you would be receptive to my clearly amazing idea Elon, I would really appreciate it if you would return my emails. And here's the thing. Even if the hurricane decides it doesn't want to hit Florida, like if it veers off course or it decides it just wants to hit Puerto Rico without any prompting anyway, then, you know, you can take all of those weaponized thoughts and prayer titans and you can send them over somewhere else. 
I think that California is due to burst into flames at literally any moment. So why don't you just send them over there and they can cry all over the fires and they can put the fires out. And then the only thing that anyone has to deal with is all the latent radiation left over from the giant holograms. And really, what is a little bit of radiation sickness when we are testing out some valuable shit for the military industrial complex? Get your head in the game, citizens. Get your head in the game. Jesus. I'm really trying hard to get this idea patented, all right? Anyway, I'm going to work on this patent proposal for my weaponized thoughts and prayer bots, but while I do that, I'm going to play you some fun tunes. This is Mano no Aware by Great Grandpa. Same thing that I 
Welcome back, friends, to Corbin versus the World. You just got done being relaxed by Mono no Aware by Great Grandpa. Then you got rocked by the surprise knock by the new pornographers. Then we shook you just a little bit more with I Dare You by the Regrets. So I hope everybody remembers a week ago when we were all really cheesed off at the evil Disney mouse for throwing its mouse dick around and ruining Spider-Man. I'm glad that we have all come around and forgiven Disney because they have once again done the abusive dad move of promising us all these delightful series and shiny nerd dreams uh, in the past week. And so we have forgiven them as we always do. Well done, abusive dad Disney. I love your finessing at all times. So obviously there's been a whole bunch of cool shit being rolled out for the brand new shiny Disney Plus streaming service to saturate an already ridiculously stupidly saturated streaming market. There are so many streaming services available right now that it makes the Democratic race for the presidential nomination look like the roster for Mortal Kombat 1. There are so many. I tried to find a database somewhere and I can't even rattle them up. Let me let me just rattle off, I think, like 5%. And obviously, like, you know, you've got the heavy hitters, but understand that moving into the next year, we have a real life business entertainment Game of Thrones scenario as we enter the great streaming wars of 2020. And we have so many delightful houses in play. You have Netflix, you have Amazon Prime, you have Disney Plus, you have Hulu, and they've been living off of their ad cocaine money for the last few years. So I don't know if they're a threat, but they still have South Park, so you don't know. Then you've got like the B team, you've got your Sling, you've got your Philo, you've got your Fubo. What the hell is Fubo? I don't know. You've got your Philo, Fubo, Kubo, and the two string. You've got a whole slew of HBOs. You've got HBO Now, HBO Go, HBO Max, HBO Wolfpack, HBO Only the Movie Speed 2. Then you have Crunchyroll for the Weebs, a million different streaming services for all the different sports in existence. And then you tie it all together in a pretty little bow. And when you get all of them, you're only paying like, I don't know, $100 more than you would under traditional cable, which is starting to look like almost the better option by this point. But I don't know. I will say that, you know, all the stuff that Disney is about to roll out, they have all of the money in the world. They probably have more money than I think Australia. Uh, so, you know, they can make literally any fanboy's wish come true. So you've seen that with the trailer for The Mandalorian and all that. You know, I am excited about it, but I'm not excited for Mickey Thanos Mouse to add the streaming stone to its Infinity Gauntlet and go, ho, ho, whole things in balance, children, and then snaps its fingers, and then half the entertainment companies in the world disappear. Ho, ho, it was my master plan the entire time. And then Mickey vanishes to an island or whatever the fuck happens in Avengers. I don't know. I'm not a fucking nerd. Anyway, I've slandered the mouse enough. Is it time for more tunes? It's time for more tunes. Oh, yeah. Before I go to tunes, I also wanted to talk about a weird ass show that they're going to pitch on Disney+. Plus. I just read about this. It's called WandaVision. And apparently, and I'm not making this up, apparently it is a like Dick Van Dyke, I Love Lucy style sitcom, but it is based on uh, the relationship between Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen's characters, Vision and Scarlet Witch. And it's such a ridiculous out there premise that I'm, I'm already sold on it. So I just thought I would make you, my lovely listener, aware of it. So that way I could maybe collect a check from Disney in the future because I'm selfish that way. But... In the meantime, let us listen to some more tunes. This is Cobra Man and their song, Living in Hell.
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Living in Hell by Cobra Man, followed up by Bahia by Prince Rama. And finally, we had Dinner and their song, Going Out. And since it is moving from the summer into fall, I am also gearing up for football season because... Don't forget, my friends, don't let the pretentious art school hipster facade fool you. I am still a Midwestern boy at heart, and I love me some sports cuffs. And I love sports for several reasons. Number one, it's one of the few places that you can go as an adult post-college and get belligerently drunk. And not only is it tolerated, but in some circles, it is encouraged. That is the first reason. Reason number two is because it builds camaraderie with your fellow man because you're trying to hate the shit out of the opposing team as much as they are. And thirdly, it's just cool to wear your favorite team's colors just for fashionable reasons. And I think that Yankees fans will agree. I'm also very excited because not only is football season starting, but by extension, fantasy football season is starting and allow me to elaborate on my uncultured listeners who may not know about the nuances of fantasy football. Allow me to explain. Fantasy football is when you take control of your own NFL team with your own draft picks. You pick your own players. You have a draft with your friends. And it's similar to when you are picking kickball teams when you were in elementary school, except you're way drunker. All of your friends are hundreds of miles away and none of the people that you're picking you've ever met in your life. And for all you know, they might get hit by a car or arrested for cocaine possession the next week and they might never play for you and you might totally waste your game. But that is fine. That is the suspense. That is the thrill of the game. And so with fantasy football, what you want to do is you want to draft all the really, really good players and then they do all the stuff that gets you points like they get touchdowns or they like punch out the referee or they shoot a gun into the air or they do like a really cool stylish touchdown dance and then you earn points for that and then if all the players on your team earn more points than the players on your opponent's team uh then you get to teabag on them on social media and that's what's really cool about fantasy football and you know they have it for fantasy football they have it for baseball as well and I think, you know, there's still a few opportunities for tech startups. Allow me to advance the idea of fantasy politics. We could have a draft of politicians, and I think it could work for every election year, where you pick a group of politicians, like maybe two or three, to follow throughout the election cycle. And then, you know, you earn points if, you know, they, they diss on their opponent in a debate or they get out like a really good ad. But then like if a photo leaks of them like showing their dick to a hooker, then they lose 10 points. And, you know, I think that you could have a lot of very cool variables and a lot of hot takes and you could have a whole subgenre of podcasts and its own industry around fantasy politics. So that is my second million dollar idea that I'm going to let you, my listener, have for free. And while you chew on that and send that application out, I am going to play you some more tunes. So I've been really feeling music by the Elephant Six Collective. Those are those crazy, fun, psychedelic boys and girls from the early 90s. You might know Neutral Milk Hotel, Apples in Stereo of Montreal, that whole fun group of bands. I did not know, I was doing some research on this, you know, like a cool 21st century millennial I did not know that original members of the Elephant Six Collective, including Jeff Mangum of Neutral Milk Hotel, they met in Denver, actually, prior to relocating to Georgia, which is where traditionally the Elephant Six Collective is known as being based in. So I did not know that there was that cool Colorado connection. In addition to that alliteration, this band opening us up for this Elephant Six triage is Dressy Bessie. They are an Elephant Six affiliated band, but they are based out of Denver and they are just going on tour right now. So please enjoy this crazy fuzzy.
Welcome, welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Dressy Bessie and their song, If You Should Try to Kiss Her, followed up by a little bit of a sugar rush from the Apples in Stereo with their song Tidal Wave. And finally, we had Beulah bringing it home with Maroon Bible. So we are spiraling into the end of the show, which means it is time for me to shout out all of the delightful things happening in the Corbin versus the World sphere. So coming up in about a month, we are debuting a new offshoot show within a show for Corbin versus the world. It is called Ask Corbin Anything, in which we at NOCO FM are going to be live streaming my beautiful mug on social media, fielding all sorts of questions about life, the universe, and everything from you, the adoring public. So stay tuned for that, and soon we will have all sorts of materials out so you can submit questions and all sorts of fun things about that. Not only do we have that, I have also unleashed the Corbin versus the World blog on the world in which I offer my written wisdom and absurd asides on all sorts of subjects, including politics, music, entertainment, and all the things that make us tick. I am currently in the middle of unleashing a preview for the Democratic primaries. For those of you who are missing some political material, that is a two-part. The first part is taking us through the primary process, and part two, which should be up next week, will be a profile on all of our lovely candidates and how well they would do in Mario Golf, which is my most important criteria when picking a political candidate. That's why I was behind Beto for so long. He was just so good as baby Mario. And you can find that website at CorbinVersusTheWorld.com. Also make sure to support us via social media at Corbin versus the World on Instagram and at NocoFM on Instagram. And to close out this show, I have a lovely track from a local Denver artist trying to keep it within the community. This is Kayla Marquis, and she does some lovely sensual future R&B, but she doesn't like to be pigeonholed into any one genre. Her track is called Love Should Be, and she is releasing a music video for this song tonight as I speak. So if you dig on the track, definitely jump on the YouTubes and check out the music video for Love Should Be by Kayla Marquis. I am also going to be playing a track from another Denver artist, or rather a couple. Uh, that song will be Into You by Motion Trap, and that will be a remix done by the group Retrofet, who we met at UMS and we are big fans of. And you should definitely, if you are in the Denver area, check out their show. They have a single release show at Ophelia's next Thursday. They do shows there once a month on Thursdays at Ophelia's. So if you got nothing else going on and you want to shake your booty, go on out to that show. I know I will be there. So maybe we can high five or high five butts, whichever works. But anyway...
This has been a production of NOCO FM.